Now here's the critical and most important part of all this. Don't fuck up again. <laughs> Don't mess up again. If you if y'all come to an agreement, hey, it's all good. You know, next time we're good. Hey, you know, it's all good. We're, you know, let's just move on. Cool. Don't fuck up again. It's that whole fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you. You will be surprised at how successful people discount people who can't admit they're wrong, right? If you don't fess up or, or make right something that you've messed up, inherently you're saying I'd never did anything wrong. That's what you're representing or projecting. Successful people will not help people that cannot admit they're wrong. In fact, if you are able to admit you are wrong and make corrective things, which I'm gonna talk about, you will earn more respect from those people than hiding away from the fact that you did something wrong and just try to, you know, brush it under the rug, sweep it under the rug. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is the N2M Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Yun Win. And as you know, my friends affectionately call me Ninja Prolific Ninja because my fans and my friends, you can call me Ninja 2. This is the N2M Podcast, the alpha to the omega, the beginning to the end, talking about life, motivation, success, self-improvement, entrepreneurship, and offering you morsels in this all-you-can-eat buffet called life. Man, I'm feeling good today. Back in the studio, the weather is awesome. I'm feeling awesome. Just things are on a roll. I don't want to jinx it, but doing really well today. Um, primarily because today is day four of 75 Hard. By the time you listen to this, it'll be day six or seven. Uh, but I'm feeling good. And a note about that is that, um, <clears throat> well, before I get into that, I want to start this podcast. If you're new to the show or if you know the show, I always start my podcast with a mention of gratitude, just like I start my day. I thank the universe. I thank God for the day. And I start this podcast with gratitude. So thank you very much for tuning in and listening, uh, watching if you're on YouTube. Um, as you know, or if you're new to the show, I do this on my own dime, on my own time. No sponsors. Uh, so I spend a lot of money, spend a lot of time working on the show to bring you hopefully good content. And so um, the only way to grow this show and to spread our inspiration and our mission, us together, which is to inspire billions of lives across this planet, is for you to share the show. So if you find value in this show or any of my prior episodes or any future episodes, any little ounce of value, whether you laughed, you made you think, were inspired, uh, gave you something to talk about. Please do share the show. As I say, if your knowledge swole, share the show. That's how we grow. And that's the only way we grow is if you share the show. So like, comment, follow, subscribe, leave a review on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That helps us share the show and grow. So thank you very much. Um, and again, another shout out to Dr. Butts at TSO Briar Grove. I'm, uh, I'm uh, <coughs> flossing these McLaren sunglasses that she gave me. She's not a sponsor. But she just wanted to be nice. And so in a bit of gratitude, uh, thank you for these McLaren sunglasses. And the amazing thing about this, if you're watching, and I'll describe it if you're only listening, is that the temples, uh, they swing in and out just like the McLaren doors, which I drive a McLaren, and it makes it awesome. So thank you very much for these um, amazing, amazing McLaren sunglasses. So, But going back, I feel great. This is day four. 75 hard. Um, I felt myself slipping a little bit more than I wanted to. Uh, and in a couple episodes, I mentioned that I wanted to do 75 hard because, you know, I was feeling that vibe of, of not staying tight, 
referencing my last episode 76. But um, in terms of uh, just not being uh, as disciplined as I needed to. So I kicked it off with 75 hard on Saturday. And the the difference was was dramatic. This will be my fourth round. Um, but immediately, I mean, the visceral fat, which is the fat between your organs, I've, you know, noticeably down, uh, well hydrated because one of the components is uh, a gallon of water a day. Go in the bathroom a lot more than before, but um, hydrated all around and just people were, people noticed. I don't know why, but people were noticing like, damn, you look different. Damn, you look good. Like, well, like what's going on? Are you, you know, I even got a comment from a good friend, man, are you juicing? Referencing steroids. I'm like, no way, bro. I don't touch that. So I'm feeling really good. Day four, it's a long way to go, but um, I highly recommend it. But the second reason I wanted to do it, and I've mentioned this in several episodes in the past, is natural human behavior or natural societal behavior in the wintertime is to slow down. Hey, the holidays are coming up. You know, we can let loose a little bit, not be so disciplined on work or ourselves or whatever. We know we're going to pig out on food for Thanksgiving and Christmas, travel, a lot of stress. So I don't want to People just tend to slow down going into the fourth quarter. That's where the difference of doing 75 hard now uh, it has a major impact. For me, by doing it now, I'll finish it uh, at the end of November, November 30th. It brings a whole mental clarity. Like I feel, you know, as, a, as, as I described to my son who's an athlete and to many other people, your body is like a, prem- like a supercar. It's like a McLaren, Ferrari, Lambo, whatever. Your body is like that. So if you don't keep it in tune, premium fuel, uh, maintenance well, the right tires, all that, if you don't keep it in tune, it's just going to decline. The performance won't be as good. It's just natural. It's a natural law, what, you know, your body, how you treat your body. So 75 hard, my tool, which is my body and my mind, will get very, very sharp going into the fourth quarter. So what happens is as people are, are slowing down, I'm actually picking up. So relative to my competition or wherever my goals are, where, relative to that um, uh, environment, I'm picking up. I'm going up while people are slowing down. And then into 24, what happens? Well, I'm on a full sprint. January 1, uh, you know, uh, what it would be, 12.01 a.m., January 1, 2024, I'm sprinting. Right. Where people are still, you know, hey, what do I want to get accomplished in 2024? Just starting to figure out what they want to do next year. Right. And by the time they figure it out, it's already mid-January. They've tried a few times and they failed. And so February, March, April, they're trying to figure it out again. Like, how do I start over? No, I'm sprinting full, full stride at that point, running. So that distance between me and everybody else, the competition only continues to widen. And so I highly recommend to think about doing something, seven, five parts, something where you're challenging your discipline, challenging yourself, improving and getting better into the holidays rather than slowing down. But that is not the topic of today's episode. I want to start with today's episode with a question, okay? If you've never messed up, raise your hand. Right. Now, take a look around you. Ask that same question to the people around you. If you've never messed up on anything like royally effed it up, raise your hand. Okay, if your hand is raised, I'm going to call you a liar because everybody has messed up once or twice in their life. I've messed up royally countless times. 
countless, countless times have messed up, royally effed it up, you know, uh, made people feel bad, whatever. I've messed it up a lot. And that's just part of the learning process of life. But I've messed it up. The key is, the key question is, what do you do when you know you've effed up? What do you do when you know you've effed up? Okay, you can do two things. Like, when I say effed up, meaning like, uh, uh, effed it up relative to other people. Where you hurt somebody's feelings, or you, you, know, you did something wrong, you knew it was wrong. That kind of thing. What do you do when you effed up? Well, you have two options, right? Option one which you shouldn't, can't do, you can't do, you shouldn't do, is ignore it. All right? If you effed up, do not ignore it. And there's two reasons for that. Like, if you, if you keep sweep, if you have the habit of sweeping things under the rug, well, what ends up piling up under the rug? A bunch of, just a big pile of poop, pile of shit under the rug. It starts to stink real bad. You can't see it. But you can smell it, and then ultimately, there's so much shit under the rug, you can actually see it, right? But there's two reasons why you shouldn't ignore it or sweep it under the rug. One, one is, as my shirt's kind of the yin-yang thing, uh, I grew up with an Eastern philosophy. Um, I believe in karmic balance. And surprisingly, to my surprise, as I've gotten more successful and surrounded myself with more successful people, you will find that a vast majority of wealthy and ultra-wealthy people also believe in karmic balance. Whether they study quantum physics or the metaphysical or whatever, they just do believe in quantum, uh, I mean, uh, in karmic balance. Karmic balance meaning the cardinal rule, right? Do unto others as you would have done unto you. It's, it's the idea of uh, a karmic bank account. You fuck someone over, you're going to get fucked over. You do well by somebody, somebody will do well by you. Ultimately, I believe ultimately the, the universe balances, yin-yang. It ultimately balances. The energies balance, positive and negative, right? So if you've royally messed up, well, I will say this. Also, the ultra-wealthy, the ultra-successful, they understand the, the law of attraction, the law of the universe, right? What you give out is what the universe will give back. So if you give out that energy of, hey, man, you messed up and you don't, you know, you don't make it right, that's a negative karmic balance in your bank account, your karma bank account. So you can never attract positive energy if you've messed up and don't make it right. Some people will say, man, I always have bad luck. Man, I, you know, bad things always happen to me. I don't know why. You know, I'm just cursed. No, it's your, your karmic balance is negative debt is a negative, and that's why bad things happen to you. Can't explain it, don't know why, but it's the law of the universe, the energy and the vibration of the universe. It sounds kooky, sounds wonky, but you will be surprised how if you really observe and reflect or look forward or whatever, how verified that is. Just go talk to any successful, ultra successful people. Listen to their podcast, they will always reference the quantum energy, quantum field, and, you know, relating that to karmic balance. So if you don't make things right when you know you've messed up, you're going to be in the negative. That's number one. Number two, you will be surprised how 
success. Well, this is a success podcast, right? You will be surprised at how successful people discount people who can't admit they're wrong. Right? If you don't fess up or, or make right something that you've messed up, inherently you're saying I'd never did anything wrong. That's what you're representing or projecting. Successful people will not help people that cannot admit they're wrong. In fact, if you are able to admit you are wrong and make corrective things, which I'm going to talk about, you will earn more respect from those people than hiding away from the fact that you did something wrong and just try to, you know, brush it under the rug, sweep it under the rug. Right. So not at not being because what happens is when people see that you cannot admit you're wrong, inherently they think, hey, I can't trust this person. He knows they did wrong. I know they did wrong, but he can't admit that he did wrong. So I can't trust him. B, he's got too big of an ego. He has no humility in order. It takes humbleness to say that you're wrong. It takes self-reflection to say, hey, man, I messed up. And so if you can't fess up to that, whoever you're dealing with is going to disc- they probably won't ever deal with you again. It's rare to get second chances on the way up. Very rare from the same person. Right? So that's the reason why option one, ignoring it, sweeping it under the rug, is not an option. Cannot do that. Get that out of your system, out of your framework, out of your mind, out of your mentality. Cannot do that. Okay? The second option, obviously, is fess up to it and take corrective action, right? I like to do this, uh, there, and, you know, when I'm litigating, I give an example to the jury about, you know, there's, there's three different ways to handle something that went wrong. Sweep it under the rug, don't pay attention to it. Take responsibility for it. Or the third option, which is what I put in trial or the arguments in trial is take responsibility and be accountable for it okay so how do you how do you take responsibility and be accountable when you do something wrong when you've royally messed up right number first you have to acknowledge it let's say in a conversation to the person you screwed over not screwed over but you know that you 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 harmed the first one is admitting it accepting it Hey, man, I got something to tell you, dude. You know, that situation back there, I, I really messed up. You know, my actions, my words, whatever happened, actions, words, you know, it, it, you know, I messed up. Okay, so you have to acknowledge you messed up. That's taking responsibility, right? The second part is acknowledging the other person. Okay, if you, hey, man, that what I did back there, I was really messed up now. I know how you feel, or I can understand how you feel, right? It probably did fill in the blank. It probably messed you up like this. Why does that matter? Because now you're trying, you're, you're building that bridge of relation to the person you've harmed, right? Hey, man, I royally screwed up. Man, I know how you feel. You know, uh, you know I didn't mean it. Um, I royally screwed up, bro. Um, you know, I can understand why you feel this way, right? You're, 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 you're offering, you're, you're offering, you know, what do you call it? The, uh, you're offering a peace offering, right? You're offering a peace offering to the other person to build a bridge to come to you. Because, yeah, you know, I've been in the situation where somebody comes up, hey, man, I'm sorry, man, I messed up. 
and I still feel rejected or dejected at their behavior, right? Or I still have that wall in front of me of forgiveness, right? Yeah, I know you messed up, but so what? You know, you put up that wall. But to break down that wall, that peace offering, hey, man, I, that situation back there, I messed up, bro. And, you know, I understand how you can feel what you're feeling. Okay, let's talk about it. So that's step two. Admit it, build the bridge, right? Acknowledge the other person's feelings or their reaction or whatever. Now, the third part, there's just three parts to it. The third and most important part, take corrective action, right? That's being accountable. Remember I said in the legal example, responsibility, accountability, admit to it, build the bridge, be accountable, take corrective action. Now, there's two ways, right? There's two ways. One is you can just say, hey, man, that situation, I messed up. And, you know, I know how you feel. You know, I really messed up. I'm sorry you feel that way. Listen, next time I'm going to do better. Next time I'm going to do something different. Right. Next time I want, you know, I'll, I'll figure out a different way to say it. Next time I'll be more responsible. Right. You're, you're offering a way to take corrective action. The second way to be corrective or being accountable is to ask the other person, hey, man, that situation back there, I messed up. You know, uh, I know how you feel. It sucks. I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, what do you think I can do next time to make it better? Right? The second one is a little bit stronger because you're now you're asking, you don't just acknowledge the other person, but now you're asking for their input. So now you're building that bridge back to you. Right? So that way you build that accountability. Now here's... The critical and most important part of all this, don't fuck up again. <laughs> don't mess up again. If y'all if come to an agreement, hey, it's all good. You know, next time we're good. Hey, you know, it's all good. We're, you know, let's just move on. Cool. Don't fuck up again. It's that whole fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. That trust is gone if you fuck up again in the same way. Hey, man, I'm going to do this better next time. Next time comes around and you don't do it. Yeah, you know, that's a burn bridge that you've already, re you had a bridge, you burned it, you rebuilt it, and now you blew it up. That bridge won't, you know, you probably kiss that relationship goodbye in a business situation. If you even get that far. Most people only give you one shot, right? So if you get that far, don't mess up again, Okay. Again, acknowledge you did wrong. Admit it. Build a bridge. Hey, man, I understand. And, you know, in the other person's, acknowledge the other person's perspective or feelings or reaction. And then thirdly, take corrective action. Okay? Hey, man, that situation back there, I messed up. And I'm sorry that I made you feel this way. I understand how you feel. I understand how you could react that way. You know, what do you think we could do to make this better next time, you know, so we can avoid this situation next time? Or so next time I won't make the same mistake. Here's what I think I can do. What do you think? Like you can, you can add on to it. You can make it dynamic, right? Now there's an, that's situation 1A where you know you messed up. Now there's a one-off situation where the situation is where you both have different perspectives that can equally be right and wrong. So you didn't quite mess up, but, you know, the situation is still uh, uh, precarious or sticky. Like it's not smooth. Right. And that's not really part of this, but there's a way to handle that, too. Right. It's three steps. 
the first step, it's not an acknowledgement of you did wrong or admitting you did wrong. It's an acknowledgement of the situation, right? Hey, man, that situation there, I mean, I'm role-playing, obviously. Hey, man, that situation there, it's kind of messed up. Like, I don't know if I did anything wrong. I don't know if you did anything wrong, did anything wrong but it's kind of messed up, right? So one, acknowledge the situation. Not acknowledge you did wrong, acknowledge the situation. It's a messed up situation. You know, maybe, maybe you feel they did something wrong and maybe they feel you did something wrong so then nobody's in agreement at all. Hey, man, you know that thing that happened back there? Man, it's kind of a messed up situation, don't you think? Right? So you've identified the situation. Step two, same, same thing as the first scenario. Acknowledge your feelings, their feelings or their perspective or their reaction. Hey, man, that situation back there, man, it's kind of messed up, man. Um, don't you think? Yeah, it is. Well, I can understand how you feel about it. Or I can understand how you saw it that way. Right now, you're building that bridge again. Now you're building that bridge, right? Once you acknowledge that, defenses come down a little bit. The third part, the third part is like a 2A. Two, two now voice how you saw the situation. Hey, man, that situation back there is kind of messed up, right? Yeah, 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 it is. Well, I can understand how you reacted that way. Yeah. Or you saw it that way. Yeah. yeah. And you have that conversation. Well, let me just let you know what I saw. Because, I mean, neither of us are right or wrong. It's just I saw it differently than you. Now you get to give them your perspective. Maybe they can then see clarity. Because there's two sides of every story, and then there's the right side, right? Their version, your version, and the truth. So you're acknowledging their version then you get to voice your version. And then somewhere in that middle ground is the truth, right? So, hey, man, that situation back there is messed up, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I can understand how you felt, you feel the way you do or you, you saw it the way you did, right? Yeah, yeah, you have that conversation. Well, that's cool, man, because I saw it a little bit differently. Here, let me tell you what I saw. Voice it out. Now you're on common ground. Both of y'all have been able to express your views. Then take corrective action. Well, man... It's still a sh shitty situation now. What do you think we need to do to avoid this next time? Here's what I think, right? What do you think you need, we can do next time? Here's what I think we could do next time, and let's move on, right? It's very simple. First one, three-step process. The second one, a three-step process with a kind of a middle, middle two-prong deal, right? Acknowledge your mistake or acknowledge the situation. Build a bridge. Right? Reach out, understand the other person's perspective, offer your view after that, right? and then take corrective action. But again, the most important part of all of this is once you come to that corrective action part, don't fuck up again, especially in business. Do not. Do not fuck up again. Because if you do, I mean, yes, that's, that's end of the line on that relationship, end of the line. Not just that relationship, but probably the relationship's or potential relationships of all the people that that person knows. Nah, man, don't mess with that guy, dude. He don't do what he, he doesn't do what he say, what he says. Don't mess with that guy. He can't he can't admit when he's wrong. Word travels fast, as, especially as you move up, because the groups get smaller, right? As you get more and more successful, that group of success gets smaller and smaller. And so when you're up here and you're known to not be able to admit your mistakes, even if you get that far. 
Or if you make a mistake and you, you say you're going to give your word, you're going to change, and then you don't, now you get ready for that fall. That fall is going to be quick. That's just the way it is. Laws of nature that can't fight. Can't fight. So it's all about it, man. Um, I, I say this because uh, this came to mind because this past weekend, and not to make an example of my boy, but it was a homecoming weekend, supposed to be home at a certain hour, didn't come home at a certain hour, came home at a much, much later hour. And so, you know, we're in that process of, under, of talking about how to own up when you've, when you've really messed up. Now, I've done it thousands of times. So, you know, not, it's nothing unique. Everybody makes mistakes. We're all human. That's fine. But you got to be able to admit that you're wrong and take corrective action. You got to restore that karmic balance, actually put that karmic balance in a positive. That corrective action, you can even do more than what's presented and, and have a credit in your karmic wallet, bank account. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. If you've messed up, if you're in a current situation where you messed up, consider this as a process to heal, to rebuild, and go forward, right? If there's a situation where you're not in agreement and you can't get past that, it's like you're stuck. That negative energy is too heavy to move past. Consider this as a way to rebuild and get turn it into a positive energy to build forward and move, move forward. Because that's what we're all about, positive energy moving forward. So glad to bring you another episode of the N2N podcast. I'll end my episode as I begin it, as I end this episode, as I end my days with the expression of gratitude. So if you thank you for listening. Um, thank you for sharing, following, liking, commenting, subscribing. If you find value in this podcast, if your knowledge swole, share the show. That's how we grow. Looking forward to bringing you another episode very, very soon on the second week of my 75 hard journey. Fourth round. Let's go. Be great today. Be even more grateful. Looking forward to talking to you very, very soon. Okay, that's all right. What's up,